Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's up, guys? It's your boy Dylan. I'm here to talk about once again betonline.ag. Betonline remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season, everything from NFL and bowl season to esports. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. They're the fastest and easiest way for all your betting needs for all your favorite leagues and events. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Just make sure you use our promo code BLEAVE, that is capital letters B L E A V, to receive your rewards. One more time, that is capital letters B L E A V. Bet online where the game starts. And welcome in everybody to another edition of the Top of Thunder Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Hunsinger at Thunder Chats. We are part of the Believe Network. And this podcast is brought to you by betonline.ag. Now that is all out of the way, I am speaking right now to a man who has a phone for a face. Oh, now he does not. Uh, it is my friendo. It is the legend, Champagne Jerry. What up, Jerry? What's up, man? Uh, Mary Chrysler and... Uh... We just got done watching a very bad, like, seven minutes of basketball. So, um, or last seven minutes of basketball. Let me rephrase that. Uh, but other than that, I'm doing well, man. Yeah. Um, you know, before we, before we get started, you know, obviously there was the whole, like, flash freeze, like, super cold front move happened today. Uh, how, how, things, how were things in Oklahoma? Uh, so the pool literally turned into a slushy, um, late last night. So it's officially slushy season at my house. Um, we had our hot water on one side of the house, just freeze up, but through diligence and know-how, uh, I was able to get that unfrozen. Um, and other than that, I just haven't even left the house in the last three days. So, um, I didn't really, wasn't bothered by it. You know, it was just kind of an Oklahoma thing. We usually get one bad storm a year, and I'm hoping this is just it. Yeah. You guys are just now getting it, right? Or, or it came through last night? Yeah, it came through last night. It got down to, like, negative 8 this morning. Oh, that's cute. We were, like, negative 26 or something like that. Was that the actual temperature or the wind chill? That's with the wind chill. Oh, yeah, no, our wind chill was, like, down, like, around that as well. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Okay. Yeah, I thought so. you guys, you were cooking with the wind chill number. I always give the number with like either the heat index or the wind chill included because it yeah. sounds way worse. So you <laughs> might as well just go with that. Jerry said, feel bad for me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's been fun. We got a, got a space heater in the room right now. Nova's sleeping soundly. We got a million blankets. So we're good to go. Rock and roll. Nice. Yeah, we've been sleeping out in the living room the last two nights because we have these huge sliding glass doors in the master bedroom, and they just lit so much air in, um, and I learned that mm-hmm. really bad right now. So 
I got work to do this next year on the sliding glass doors, so we don't have to freeze our fannies off in there. Oh yeah, yeah, we've we've got our doors rigged up because, like, I mean, we, we're in a rental property, and like, it's not the best kept. Um, yes. So you know, we've got we've got shopping bags shoved in the cracks of the door to like stop the cold air from coming in. It works, man. It, it works. Yeah, Can't be mad about it. It's kicking butt, and we got this like uh, plastic like cling wraps to put on the windows, and we vacuum sealed it with a uh, hair dryer to like insulate the living room. So that's helped yeah. out too. Hey, look at you guys! TikTok's paying off in that household. <laughs> it really is from TikTok. <laughs> I had, on TikTok. Yeah, I had no clue, but I was just guessing. The 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 hair dryer um, shrink wrap thing. Clean wrap thing, whatever. Okay, anyways. And we're also joined by Chelsea Hunziker, by the way, guys. Chelsea will pop in every now and then and ask me for a drink of my beverage, so that's cool. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so, you know, talking about things that are cold, uh, you could go to the – oh, really, both teams shooting. uh, Just the game to – in in which the Thunder got to play the New Orleans Pelicans once again. Uh, the last time we played them in New Orleans, I think we ended up losing by five. Um, infamously, uh, Shea had a charge on Herb Jones late that was deemed not a charge in the last two-minute report. Uh, there was a couple other things lost on it, and maybe it was just me that was feeling it, but I, I felt very strongly that revenge was going to be on our mind in this game. And, uh, you know, we're going to kind of get into the game and what – went good and what went bad in the segment we call the single word jerry if i'm giving you a single out of this game if you were to like pick one thing that stood out and it was shay that's kind of just what we have to do because like that's what everybody wants to say at first let's talk about the other things that happened in the game what was your single large item um i'm gonna have to go with j-dub he He's just so poised, man. Like, everything he does in the game just seems like he's been in the league for a while. Um, He played solid defense, had a couple of cruddy calls against him. Um, But that dunk there at the end where he pump faked, drove baseline, and just knew he was going to the the holy land uh, was just beautiful. And just how confident he is. Uh, And it's it's... To me, it's something that you see that it's kind of just growing even more and more every single game. Like he's kind of just finding his his niche in the league. Um, and when I say niche, like his niche this year, um, I think that he can still continue to grow exponentially over the next couple seasons. But um, God, I really love some J Dub, and I love him in the starting lineup. Uh, I, I think you're referring to Santa and. Um... Sorry. The man that is Santa actually Sorry. addressed the crowd before the game and said, you know, thank you for coming to the game. Thank you for the support. I hope everybody has a very happy holidays, very safe holidays. And, you know, it's a very, very Santa Claus thing for him to do. So you thank forgot you, a Santa. Line. Yeah, you What's, forgot a line that he said. What is that? He said, watch us get this dub. Um, and I was so hoping he'd be right because it would just been beautiful. But. As hey, we all know, it didn't happen. It was close, man. I don't know if I said the score, but yeah, this was a 128-125 defeat in overtime. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, like you said, you know, he was able to do a lot of things that don't show up in the box score because in the box score, 
it's kind of rough. Like he shot four of twelve, missed all of his three point attempts, all three of them. Yeah. Went three or four from the stripe, and it's funny because you know throughout the year, uh, we've kind of been talking about his efficiency and how efficient he is. You know, at such a young age, I think at some point he led the league in terms of like guards in um, efficiency on two point buckets, and he still might. I don't, I don't have the stats in front of me, but. Definitely struggle here, but he still found ways to get involved, and he was part of that closing lineup. And, uh, yeah, like, like you said, in that very same play where he got that dunk, uh, I was actually in the process of tweeting, like, please keep attacking Santa on closeouts. But I was watching on a stream, and it's a little bit delayed. So by the time I was about to type that, I was already getting Twitter notifications that Shea broke his career high. So I was like, okay, well, <laughs> that's that's out of context at this point. Nobody yeah. cares about that. But yeah, man, like it feels like every time somebody attacks um Santa on a closeout, like a hard closeout, um, like yeah, he's driving in for an easy dunk. And, well, and he had he had a bunch of good looks tonight too, you know, with his I mean, I'm gonna start calling it his move, you know, driving to the left, jumping off the right foot and kind of just floating it up. Um, you know, going um uh, you know across the front of the basket he had a lot of good looks that just didn't fall you know so we we talk about his efficiency like it's gonna happen in the nba he's not gonna go you know 50 plus percent every single night yeah. but he impacts everywhere else um so yeah love me love me some santa especially the last like five games he just looked great oh yeah yeah he 11 7 and 3 and you know actually there's there's a name for both camps of his nickname uh, for that movie you talk about. If you're in the Santa camp, we call it the gumdrop. <laughs> and if you are in the J-Dub camp, they call it the dubstep. Shout out to a friend of the pod and listener of the pod, Sublime. Uh, either came up with those nicknames or outsourced the nicknames. So either way, like both are great nicknames. I have to say the logo for the dubstep is actually really, really great, though. So... Have you seen it yet? Yeah, yeah. We we might be working on something with well, that. You know what that is, right? Yes. What is it, Dylan? Run DMC. Okay, just making sure. I'm not okay. stupid, Jerry. Come on now. Uh, it's debatable. All right, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> if I'm going to give my single large item, um, well, how, how do I put this uh, delicately? I want to say Josh Giddy, but I want to be specific in saying probably the first 48 minutes of Josh Giddy because that overtime, kind of rough uh, with some of the decisions that he was making. But let's focus on the good. You know, So looking at the score, the stat sheet, 20 points, 10 rebounds, 6 assists, tied for the lead with Shea on rebounds and assists. So that, that's awesome to see uh, with the you know backcourt pairing. 9 to 15 from the field, so 60% from the field, and 2 or 3 from 3, which just adds on to his shooting tear in the month of December. His shot looks great. He had one where he stepped into it um, off of a, a trail 3 at the top of the key from Shea, and then he had one where he kind of dribbled the ball into the corner and legit just pulled up and made it, and his shot looked so much better. He looked so much more confident, confident taking it. Um What's crazy about Giddy is you don't really see the crazy passes like you did last year. And, you know, we kind of talked about it, uh, you know, with some of the other guys on the pod. And, like, Alex is very adamant, like, you know, 
you've got a year of film on this guy. You kind of know the kind of passes that he's looking to make, specifically that skip pass to the corner. I've yep. seen that pass get picked off a lot this year. So his assists are down a little bit, but he's still finding ways to be effective. And specifically his pairing with Shea, I thought was on like just full force in the third quarter, like kind of looking into the future of what that's going to look like. They were playing off each other so well that step through or that step into three that he made that I was talking about happening in that third quarter, them just kind of feeding off each other. And that's what I want to see more of. Um, over time, you made some, some questionable plays, um, you know, with uh, a couple passes that got turned over. You did have five turnovers in this yep. two or six assists. Um, also still on a block. I don't want to short him. You know, he, he did have a good game like statistically. Um, but then on that last play, you know, if you're looking at that last play, we're down three, coming out of the timeout, um, side out, or no, I think it was under the basket. It's under the basket, yeah. Yeah, under the basket. And Shea's being blanketed by Herb Jones. He gets a screen by Poku. Poku falls over, but it frees up Shea. I think you could get the ball to Shea at that point, and Giddy elects to uh, give it to Isaiah Joe. Unclear if that was the first option or not. But Isaiah Joe just – relapses and thinks he's Kobe for a second and does a turnaround fadeaway about like 10 feet from the basket, misses it, Giddy gets a rebound to his credit, then thinks he's Nikola Jokic and tries this crazy reverse with like English on the ball layup and misses it. And yep. like, you know, and, and like I put that on Twitter, like, you know, Joe thought he was Kobe for a second and Giddy thought he was Jokic for a second because like if that's something that's like in your bag – 100%. I trust it. We haven't seen Giddy make a lot of those reverse layups in traffic. Um, you know, kind of looking back at the heat game, similar situation. Yep. He, he also didn't make that shot. So, like, if that's something he's actually working that and, like, he's going to be able to put into his bag, like, awesome. But we haven't seen the fruits be produced from that so far. Yeah, no, I th- I think Josh played great tonight. Uh, I think most of his turnovers were just boneheaded situations. The one thing that he's really got to just start thinking about and learning from is if you're going to jump in the air, you need to commit yes. one way or another. You I was know? about to say that. Yeah, you need to commit to either the shot or you need to commit to just throwing the pass. Um, you can't do either. And, I mean, that's that's basketball 101. That's stuff that I learned in high school. It was, you know, you just don't jump unless you have a direction that you're going to go, and you better just do it. Um, but I think he played, you know, very solid tonight. I was really proud of him on the boards. I mean, that, that third quarter run, I mean, he was grabbing everything, it seemed like. Um, and... I, I chalked that play that you're talking up to, you know, that last play of the game mm-hmm. to um, just youth, man. That's just what it is. You know, that's a tough position to be under when you're down three, you need to get a three. Um, you got the, you know, ball underneath the basket. It's tough to make a decision there. Um, Isaiah Joe definitely should have just backed that thing out and launched it and just try to see, you know what I mean? Lived with the results. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I kind of see why they kind of turned away from Shea because Herb had a hell of a block on him, like a possession or two before um, with that midi that, that Shea tried to shoot. So, um, man, I get it. I, I, I get it. Um, but I'm I'm still impressed with Giddy this year, particularly his shooting. Oh, yeah. um, his shooting is, is starting to come along. 
he's getting more confident whenever he does take that first dribble to the basket. And uh, to be honest, he he looks like he's driving a little bit faster than what he was last season. Mm-hmm. So um, credit to him. You know, we, we need these type of situations underneath our belt. So whenever it comes big time, we're ready to go. So I'm not going to beat him up too much. Yeah, no, I didn't mean – I you know I I even made the same comment um, a couple pods ago about how he looks more much more explosive going to the rim whether he's on the ball or off the ball um, this year so I'm right there with you on that and I would be remiss if I didn't mention that he actually made the bucket to cut the lead from five to three and yeah. was part of the double team I think with ironically enough Isaiah Joe that yep. forced CJ McCollum to um, you know turn the ball over out of bounds so. You know, he, he did have a lot of good plays tonight. Like, he played overall well. It's just the stuff at the end, you know, the freshest on our mind and it's kind of the loudest. So, yep. But, all right, Jerry, if I was going to ask you, give me another single large item. What you got, brother? Um, are we still staying away from Shea? Yes, yes. Well, let's go to a couple more before we get there. Yeah, it's it's definitely going to be Poku. <laughs> what? Your husband's having multiple single large well, items. we do single large item for when we have multiple people, but if it's just me and somebody else, then we do multiple of them so we have more things to talk about because it's a crazy game and we're not just going to both bring up one thing. Yeah. Go to sleep. Oh, my Anyways. God. I'm hoping I get to watch domestic violence happen <laughs> just live. Um, no, it, it's got to be Poku. Poku played a hell of a game, man. Um, mm-hmm. With the black a- eye. Yeah, but he caught a he caught a raw deal. Um, There's a play, I don't know if it was Murphy, uh, where he drove and he barely broke the plane um, and got the foul called on him. Uh, but I mean, he looked great. His shot looked great. Stupid confident. He was very disruptive on defense with his length. Um, he poked at, at least three balls away uh, tonight, maybe more. Four um, yeah, it was a four. Okay, see, mm-hmm. um, he he was just very very nice. I don't think he had any blocks tonight. If he did, it was maybe one, um, but I might have been like a half because I think someone else was in on it. Yeah, he's got one. Okay, okay, so they gave it to him. Um, but he uh, he looked just great, man. I'm, you guys know me. I'm a huge Poku guy. I've I will die on this hill. Um, Point Poku was really a big reason why we got back into this game. I don't care what anybody says. Like him hadn't having the ball out there and stretching the big man out gave Shea uh, some more room to work and some of the other guys more room to work. Uh, just Poku doing Poku things, man. I'm I'm really excited to see what he looks like by the end of the season and going into next year. But uh, tonight was just another solid game from him. Yeah, Poku had 17 points on 7-11 shooting, 3 of 5 from deep, 6 rebounds, 3 assists, 4 steals on block, uh, 5 fouls. So, you know, kind of playing one of the lone big men out there uh, against oh, yeah. guys like Jonas Valanciunas. Like, that's just – that's par for course. But especially where Poku's kind of been struggling and come back down to earth here of late, like this was a really nice bounce-back game and really refreshing to see. And – you know, it, it kind of sucked. Like, he could have been a lot more effective if he was able to set, like, a solid screen. Like, I think a lot of 
Shay's issues with Herb could be solved if we had somebody that could like set a good screen. Like we had Poku out there, we had Moose out there, Basley got like four minutes of action, and nobody was really like nobody screams was bothering Herb. Like Herb is he's long, he's wiry, sure, but like he's strong, but like, he can get through screens. Yeah, he's that dude, man, on defense. So like well you gotta I'm, give all the credit to Herb and not take anything away from Poku or any other screen. No, no, no. I'm, 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 I'm just I'm just saying that it kind of highlights how much we've we're missing a guy like Jeremiah Robinson Earl hmm. um in these situations because Sure, I, give you that. I don't even I don't think JRE played in the Pelicans game. Uh, I mean, the last Pelicans game. Uh, I don't think so either. So I mean, I, I think that you know that that could be a huge thing. But like you know, I, I, I'm not I'm not trying to take away from Herb on defense. But like, there's there's a lot of things the Thunder can do to actually he did kind of get that to work. He did, Rob did play that last one. Yep, he okay. did. He had 34 minutes that game. Well, I'm just stupid then, so forget yeah. everything I just said. Yeah, we already decided that earlier in the pod, man. Uh, yeah, uh, okay, well, if I'm going with another single large item, it's got to be Trey, man, dude. Um, in the past 48 hours before this game, Trey, man, scored 75 points in Las Vegas at the G League Showcase yep. in front of Sam Presti. And Sam Presti said, I've seen enough. Brought him back to OKC to play in this game. He played 14 minutes of action, but had nine points. Um, didn't really do anything else, um, like, stat-wise, but he did have one block on Jonas Valanciunas. He was three of eight from the field, but the three that he made were three-pointers, and he made three of five. And it just – you could tell his rhythm was back and his confidence was back. He was playing with so much more confidence than I've seen him play – really since he went out with his back injury. And I've been saying for like the past month that Trey probably needs a trip to the G League just so he can catch rhythm. And I, I don't even think I even mentioned confidence, just like catching rhythm because his shot kind of fell out of rhythm. And lo and behold, like that trip like has done wonders for Trey. Like, you know, small sample size, 14 minutes tonight. It's been yeah. one game. It's been, I mean, he's been like eight hours removed from the G League, but I I see a change in him. And he had a chance to put this game away. He was actually um, tied, like 26 seconds left. And Trey had the ball. Of course, they were bracketing Shea with Herb, and I think they even brought somebody else over on him at some point. And Trey was isolated on CJ McCollum, put a great move on CJ, kind of doubled down on another move when, like, he was open. It was a clean look. But yeah, yeah. He put him on skates. He put yeah. him on skates all the way. Jackson Hayes came over for a hard contest at the rim, and it, it proved to be enough. And Trey missed the shot, but yeah, yeah I, I thought Trey played played really good minutes off the bench. Well, I think so too. I, and he I got hacked on that play, by the way. Ah, if it was, it was late. But it, you know, I've, I think he's definitely in a sophomore slump. I think that's kind of just where he's at right now. Um, I think he gave up a travel and another turnover somewhere, if I'm remembering right, in those 14 minutes. Um, Two turnovers. And he, you know, he 
he looked great whenever he was, you know, in rhythm and all those other things. Um, totally think that that was the correct call, though, by coach to, you know, ISO him out on CJ because CJ is really not that great of a defender. Um, and Trey is definitely a lot quicker than him. Um, so I think that was the right call by coach. Um, you know, those last couple of minutes of the fourth, uh, the Pelicans really clamped down on Shea. Uh, like really clamped down on him. Everything was tough. He was having to pass out quick. So um, kind of just isolated everybody and, and let it happen. And um, man, we'd be having a different conversation right now if Trey made that shot, I think. Um, but overall, I'm, I'm, I'm still proud of his outing tonight. And I think that he'll, um, I, I, I think he'll keep going. I think he'll keep going and, and get back in rhythm, I hope. But he's definitely in that slump, you know, about a quarter of the way of the season or a little over a quarter of the way of the season in. Yeah. I'm excited to see how he responds and plays the next couple of games. Um, you know, still got two games left in the homestand. So, yep. Um, yeah. Let, let, let's see it, Trey. All right, man, we've, we've held off long enough. Let's get into it, man. Shay put on a master class today. You know, I talked about how, you know, maybe it was just a fan generated, like a revenge on our mind kind of thing for this Pelicans game. And if it was true for anybody, it was Shea because of how the end of the game went down against Herb and everything and how he struggled. And I thought that Shea was going to come out and try to make a statement. And boy, did he. (laughs) Dude set his career high, finally got past the illustrious 42 points, and then just said, frick it, let's bypass 43, and I'm going to get 44 in this game. Uh, Almost had 47. Yeah. Yeah. 17 to 29 from the field, three of four from deep, which was so refreshing. We haven't seen Shea take a lot of threes here lately, but he was really feeling it today. Uh, seven and nine from the stripe. So that was kind of a, you know, differentiating factor than like his normal games. He's been getting to the line, you know, 10, 11 times a game here recently. Yep. 10 rebounds, six assists, two steals, a block. I mean, dude was just freaking everywhere, dude. And he was doing it in a variety of ways, getting to the rim. That mid-range was just disgusting tonight. I mentioned the three. I mentioned the line. And he was doing, like, you know, like you said, like, we're not taking anything away from Herb Jones. Herb Jones did a great job. Um, Jackson Hayes did a good job around the rim on Shea. But there was points in the game, it didn't matter who was guarding, but it didn't matter how many people were guarding him. Shea was just absolutely cooking out there. Yeah, he had a he had three guys on him on one shot in the mid range and still just put it up over everybody. Like, oh, whatever. This is a normal Friday night for me. Yeah. Uh, he, dude, he's just he's something else. Like, it's crazy to watch. And you couldn't have told me two, three years ago when we first, three years ago now when we first traded for him uh, that summer that he would be where he's at today. And I know you've always been a truther in this, but. Um, I think it's it's definitely fair to have that <laughs> assumption back then um, compared to now. And um, dude's just he's he's just ridiculous, man. Like the change of speed, um, and that's how he gets most defenders, really and truly, is just his change of speed and being able to change directions so quickly. Uh, he had a layup early in the the game where I mean he probably covered like. 10 feet of space, you know, with his two steps and Mm -hmm. moved laterally like another six, like 
it was just dumb. Um, you shouldn't be able to do that. And here he is doing that. Um, but I, uh, I'm just, I'm just so happy for him, you know, to finally get over that hump. You know, it feels like how many times he had 42, three times already. Yeah. Yeah. And to finally be able to get over that hump, um, kind of sucked from the free throw perspective. I felt like he didn't get a lot of calls, um, that he's gotten in past games, especially of them were technical free throws too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think two of those were, or Mm -hmm. four of them were, no, two were, two were, sorry. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I felt like he didn't get enough. And then, um, you know, he was just, he was, he's just amazing. Um, I thought his defense wasn't as strong tonight. Um, as we've been seeing the last couple of games, you know, after he kind of took his foot off the gas, but gosh, on offense, like you just can't stop the guy. You just can't. Mm -hmm. There's nothing you can do. He's going to put it up over you. He's going to create that space. He had like another jumper in the right corner um, where he kind of backed him down for a second, stepped back off of it, and just shot right over him. And it's just, it was just money. Um, yeah, I, I just, I can go on and on about Shea and his game. It's just, it's so silky smooth. Um, and what's crazy is that he's not even reached his full, like, peak yet. And he's no. doing this right now. What is this, his 23rd? Correct me if I'm wrong. 30-point mm, game 30 this season. Game. I'm not sure. 23rd or 24th. I, I know it's in the 20s. But um, just hell of a ball player, man. Hell of a ball player. And I'm just happy he's on my team. Yeah, man, Shea is an absolute dog, dude. And um, he had uh, he had some plays that, like, he actually didn't get the bucket, but the move to get there to free yeah. him up for the shot was ridiculous. Like, he had Herb, like, touching earth on one, and, like, he just barely – like, it just rolled off the rim. Yep. Um, but then, of course, you got to uh, – you know, like I said, that – we had a shot at the end. Um, I think they missed the uh, they missed the free throw, and Shea had a shot, which would have been so poetic for so many reasons. A, because it's Shea and he's the clutchest player in the league. B, because Devontae Graham hit the you know half court shot heave to win the game last year. This would have sent us into overtime. And C, he pulled up from about the same spot Steph Curry pulled up for that like famous shot against the Thunder a few years ago, too. So Why do you got to bring that up, dude? I was at that game. <laughs> Were you really? Man, that's got to be a crazy game to be at. Oh, it was nuts, man. That game was so nuts. Yeah, that was, that was wild. But, no, I mean, it would have been so bad for him to hit it. But, of course, of course, he did not be. I, I'm glad he got the monkey off his back. I think that, you know, a 50-point game is definitely next on the <laughs> next on the schedule. So, let's get there, Shay. Um Shout out to my buddy Everly who bet Shea the over on Shea's nine and a half free throws made. I'm sorry. Oh man, yeah, that sucks. That sucks. Yeah, he's well. He just like I said, he just didn't get a lot of those calls that he normally mm-hmm. gets. Like he just really did not. He he probably could have had I I would say at least another six points. You know what I mean at the free mm-hmm. throw line. And didn't he miss? Yeah, he missed back to back free throws too. So. Um, that was kind of out of the ordinary, but 
Yeah, I mean, with that volume, shooting damn near 60% is just absolutely ridiculous. Just ridiculous. Yeah, and, um, you know, I was listening to the Pels uh, broadcast um, because that's just what the stream brought up. But even if I had the choice, anytime I get a chance to listen to Antonio Daniels, I'm right there, man. I'm locked in. Friend of the pod, uh, just an awesome guy and one of the best, like, uh, color guys on like all of NBA broadcasting, yeah. And I mean, he was just so extremely complimentative and like almost in reverence of Shea and everything he did. And there at the end of the game, it was just like they would get a bucket and they'd go set up a defense. He's like, Exactly, now go build a wall, go build a wall, stop him, don't let him do it. Like, <laughs> You could hear the fear and like the urgency in their voice about, you know, Shay getting down there and getting a bucket there in crunch time. So, you know, it's it's fun to have that kind of guy on our team. Well, and I can only imagine like, you know, our opponents' locker rooms pregame and as they're prepping for the game. You know, it's just like all we have to do is stop Shay. All right, we stop Shay. We stop a lot of what they're going on, and he still goes out and drops a thirty piece plus on their head every single night. Like mm-hmm. it's 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 just a thing of beauty, man. Um, and I love that that and you know AD's down there uh, calling those games. I I should have actually just watched the stream myself just to hear that, but um, it was actually nice to to hear you know Cage and Fisher as we were mounting the comeback, because uh, you know how, how Cage gets when we start coming back on team. So uh, it was just an overall just great game from the guy, man. I'm just, And I'm just totally tickled for him that he finally, you know, beat his career high. Yeah. And, you know, I mentioned, like, there was, uh, there's a lot – there's a few things that the whole team could do in terms of, like, you know, freeing up Shea from Herb. And – you know, I mentioned JRE and, like, you know, having guys that can, like, set, like, legitimate screens to, like, you know, free him up a little bit. But a little bit of that's on Shea, man, because there's a few of those plays where, like, Herb is just, like, face guard bracketing him, and Shea shows zero interest in moving from this spot. I, I, I think that could probably be part of the game plan, too, at times in the game, um, as stupid as that sounds. Uh, and only from the perspective of, you know, if you have a guy like Herb Jones, you know, 25 feet away from the basket, uh, and you have some of the guys that we have that can penetrate, can, you know, we have a few shot creators. Um, and when I say shot creators, like below average shot creators, but they can create their own shot. Um, you you got to let them kind of do that to loosen up that defense just a little bit. I think that was the big reason why, you know, we lost tonight. I feel like we should have won this game by 10 plus, to be honest. Um, It was, it was just our, between our bench and um, a few of the starters, man, we just did not play that well. Like that's just a reality of tonight. Um, I mean, yeah, we just did not have a, a lot of good minutes from our bench. And, you know, recently, you know, especially during that third three-game winning streak, I mean, our bench was what was really doing the most for us and really keeping us in games. But um, in hell, even the last game, you know, brought us back by themselves in that, you know, the end of that third quarter. So 
Oh, our bench got thoroughly outplayed. Oh yeah, most definitely, most definitely. And um, uh, credit to the Pels coach too with getting Valanciunas out of there. I think he—I don't even think he played the fourth quarter, if I'm remembering right. Like, and if he did, it was very few minutes in the fourth. Yeah, he only played 27 minutes tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had uh, Jackson uh, Hayes, Jackson Hayes out there for a good chunk of those crunch time minutes in there at the end. So credit to him, you know, for, for subbing that in and uh, just being able to match us up just a little bit better. Plus still have a versatile rim defender, but yeah, that our, our bench just was not it tonight. Um, it's crazy. Cause we still force more turnovers. We still scored more points in the paint. Um, I think we, uh, I think we out rebounded them. Uh, no, we got out rebounded. Sorry, by a big margin. Yeah. Um, you know, because if you look everywhere else in this game too, it, it it really just came down to. There's two things that I always say that win basketball games. You win the rebounding battle and you win the free throw battle. You can keep stay in a lot of games, and we kind of did not play up to our potential in both of those categories. Uh, we went, oh man. I mean, we won the points in the paint. We only had seven second chance points uh, to their 14. I mean, there goes the game plus the, the free throws that we missed tonight. And like I said, we win this by a way bigger margin or we win it by a bigger, by a margin. Um, but yeah, just tough game, man. Tough game. Yeah, and I mean, it's definitely worth noting that, um, you know, a lot of this game, a lot of what people are talking about in this game is the fourth quarter in overtime because that's the kind of game it turned into. But this was yet another game in which the Thunder were down double digits, down 20 points, I believe. 21, to be exact. Uh, 21 points, and they battled all the way back. I think at one point they held a nine-point lead, yep, I think was, was the a- highest. Oh, yeah, we were on like a 20, like five to like six run at some point. Um, in the third quarter. So, uh, and then I heard on our broadcast tonight that we're the best team, uh, you know, net in the third quarter, which is mind blowing to me just to have a team this young that can come out, you know what I mean? Kind of shake off the first and second quarter blues and then actually just put themselves back into a game. So, um, you know, it's it sounds like we're, we're talking kind of negative about him, or at least I feel like I'm talking negative about the guys. But, I mean, they played a hell of a game. It was just stupid little things that held us back from the W. Yeah, and you know, I think I actually talked about this with you a few pods ago that we did. Um, but, you know, you talk about, like, leading the league and net rating in the third quarter. A lot of that is because that's when we start to mount our comeback. And, you know, what we know from watching the Thunder this year, Shea plays the entire first. He plays yep. the entire third. Yep. He gets subbed in somewhere between the six and eight minute mark in both quarters for the second and fourth. Yep. Uh, the second quarter is when a lot of leads for the other team gets built. And a lot of it's because Shea's not out there and the offense kind of stalls out. And, you know, obviously it's, it's a two way street offense and defense, but, you know, you have to score points in order to win this game. And a lot of times that's when the weeds gets built. Shea comes in, he tries to chip away. Um, but, you know, there he's fighting against momentum. 
halftime is a time where you reset momentum, you make adjustments. And I think a lot of that's from Mark Dagnall as well. I think Mark Dagnall made some great halftime adjustments throughout the season, uh, throughout his tenure at OKC. And then you come out with your best lineup, Shea spearheading it. You know, you got 12 minutes of Shea in this quarter. And that's really when they start to chip away at leads. And, yeah. Um, you know, we talk about youth being a disadvantage late in games, but that's really where youth is an advantage because we just get out and run. We just run teams to death. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is, it's very, like, reminiscent of the old OKC Thunder teams, right? Back in, mm-hmm. like, 9, 10, 11, uh, 12, because uh, that's just what we did. I think we – we we did some absurd things during those years as far as fast break points and what we we're able to accomplish. And um, I'm happy that we're able to kind of still keep that going. And it's, it's still wild to me just because we literally still have, I don't know how many dudes on the bench, but we have the, the number two picks sitting on the bench still. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay Rob's been sitting out. Uh, who else? Ooze has been out, but you know, he hasn't got that much run this year. Um, Cali, I know Will has a concussion. Yeah, but he hasn't been getting a lot of run lately either. Um, trying he to think of Jarrah about. Yeah, I mean he should. Yeah. Um. Oh, you know, you know, Baisley not playing tonight. I don't know. He played four minutes. Yeah. Well, I say not playing tonight. Like <laughs> obviously he was in the game, but only getting four minutes of run. Um. I don't know if that's just due to his sickness, you know what I mean? And him still trying to get some, you know, uh, just get his legs back underneath them or, or what it is at this point in time. But um, love to see him get some more, you know, run as these over these next couple of games, especially the Spurs game, because I think he can be a definitely a, a good matchup, uh, especially against that long team that they have down there. Uh but, you know, the, the X factor tonight, man, I'm going to say this jokingly, is Eugene O'Murray. Uh He definitely should have got some run tonight. We might have won, all right? Some physicality yeah. out of him? Yeah, I was totally kidding there. <laughs> um, but uh, – Never know with you, man. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, homerisms. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, Lou didn't have a good game. Played pretty solid defense for most of the game. Um, terrible shooting though. I think he, what was he like? Three to 10, I think. Yeah, yep. it was real bad. Oh, four from deep. Eesh. Yeah. Um, Isaiah missed all, all his shots. Oh, four. Yep. Oh, yep. four. Oh, three from deep. Yep. Yep. He had Lindy in there for some minutes and he was just non-existent. Oh, one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was just, we just, like I said, we just didn't get that run out of our bench that we normally get. Mike was one for four one for three from three, so. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron Wiggins looked human, too. No, he most definitely did. Maybe we should have started him, and then yeah. we would have got the W. Um, but, I mean, I'm and then I'm going to say this a lot this season. It was a good loss. It was definitely a good loss because the way that we played the last seven minutes of that game was just absolutely atrocious, and they have a lot of tape to go watch to to make some adjustments to and be more aware of some of their opportunities. So, um, well, yeah, we'll, we'll see. But it was yeah. a good loss. 
Yeah, and I just got to say, like, if you look at this team and this game, this effort that they're putting out there and think that this is a team that is, like, blatantly tanking, you're just not paying attention. Like, the fight that these guys put into these games, um, you know, obviously it didn't go our way tonight, but, I mean, even go back to the Portland game a couple games ago whenever Shea hit the game winner, like, all that, all the work that had to be done to put themselves in position yep. for that to happen, like – I don't think this team's tanking. And obviously this homestand is kind of uh, very – is going to be very telling in which is the direction we're headed in. We're 3-2 and two right now. I think I predicted 4-3. and three. We got the Spurs coming up. And then who's the other team we got? For we got you? Spurs, Hornets. So those are two definite Ws. Um, Hornets no, no, is no. away, right? Yeah, it is away. You're right. So we got Spurs tomorrow night – or not tomorrow night, Tuesday night. Then we have the Hornets on Thursday, and then the Sixers on New Year's Eve. Um, Am I missing one? I thought we had another home game coming up. Uh, Celtics on the two, following Tuesday, and then um, we have a lot of away games in from middle to the end of January. So wait a second, we played the Heat, Grizzlies. Blazers, Dude. Blazers, Pelican. Oh, we forgot. I forgot Timberwolves. Okay, yeah. So Spurs okay. is the last game in the home game. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, um, and I've been kind of saying this. I think in our preseason pod, like, I still think this team is a playing team. Like, just the way that they're they're com- composed and and the way that they are always have some fight in them. And um, I mean, God forbid our bench ever get hot or some of our starters, everybody score 10 plus or whatever we need for them to score every single night. Um, This team can put the clamps down at times also and go on, you know, 20 point swings. So uh, I definitely don't think the tank is in full motion. Um, And we're saying that kind of way too early because I think we felt the kind of not all the way the same way last year. Uh, until the shutdown happened right around All-Star break. So um, we'll see. We'll see. To be determined. Yeah, and, you know, with that being said, you know, Jerry mentioned All-Star break. I just want to remind everybody, if you have not already, uh, be sure to vote for our boy Shea Gilders Alexander in the All-Star game. Um, I've seen a lot of love for him on the timeline from Thunder fans and NBA fans alike. Yep. Uh, I saw today that Jaywin Rose said chasing a first-team All-NBA bid. So, shout-out Jaywin Rose for that. Um, and remember, if he gets this, I, I just want to just say it right now. I was correct, and everybody else is wrong, because y'all all laughed at me like I was crazy whenever I said that. Everybody did. All-NBA? No, nah, bro. I predicted All-NBA in I July. Said, I said first-team All-NBA. Uh, Oh, okay. Specifically, yeah. Well, hey, if that happens, I will gladly kiss the ring and say I'm sorry. Okay, good. <laughs> um, but, yeah, now right now we are two games back from the play-in uh, against the Timberwolves, three games back if we're going to go to the 9 or the 8 seed, which is Trailblazers or Mavericks. So, yeah, I mean, the West is still wide open. Um, it, it, it just is. I mean, the Trailblazers have been playing – good basketball with the Mavericks and 
Timberwolves are kind of struggling. The Warriors have been struggling. We're only a game back from them. Like, we could legitimately pass the Warriors by the end of 2022 yeah. um, in these next three games. So it's, That's definitely going to happen. Like it's definitely possible. No, it's definitely going to happen. Like, the Warriors got the Grizzlies on Christmas Day. Yeah, no, it's 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 Hornets happening. and Jazz. Yeah, and Trailblazers. They're so bad without Steph. They're so bad right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love the fact that Jordan Poole got paid all that money for literally no reason. <laughs> um, and they're going to have to sit on that one because no one's going to want his ADD playing basketball self because that's exactly the type of basketball that he plays. That's what it reminds me of. It's just chaotic. Um, but yeah, I don't think the Warriors are are uh, going to be around us in the standings for a while. And that actually gives me concern too because I don't want them in Wemby land. I, I definitely do not want them in Wemby land. Like I just want that whole organization to be a dumpster fire in the next two years. I, I don't think that's going to happen, Jerry. I'm sorry. <sighs> we'll see, man. They're, they're that bad. Cause how long is he supposed to be out for? Is it six to eight weeks? No, 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 no. I think he's supposed to be reevaluating like two weeks. I don't know, man. That thing did not look good whenever, cause I was watching that game whenever he got injured. Yeah. It did not look good. It looked like a straight-up shoulder tear where you're going to be rehabbing that thing for a while. And Paul George-like? It's pretty bad. I mean, it was it was pretty bad. And just the, his pain and everything that he was on his face that you can see. So, I mean, I'm no doctor, so I could be completely wrong. But, um, yeah. yeah, I don't if, – if he's not back quick, they're not making the playoffs. Yeah, and all that's to say, just remember to vote for Shea for your All-Star game. Yes. Um, and don't vote for Luca, Curry, Ja, Booker, West Guards, that Shea, because then, like Dolan says, uh, you're taking away from Shea Oaks at that point. So, fill yep. out the rest of your bat, just leave the set by empty. And we're going to get Shea to be a starter. I believe it. I feel it. I hope so. God, I hope so. I can feel the coming in the air. All right, anyways. Um, Don't ever do that again. <laughs> I, I had to do it for Matty Moles. Matty Moles would have He definitely would have enjoyed that. <laughs> All right, man. Well, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, that was a crazy game, and we talked a lot about it. And, dude, it's, it's Christmas Eve Eve. I mean, we could uh, we could talk about Trey Young trade requests, but I mean, we both feel pretty negatively about it. Um, yeah, don't, don't do that it, guy. Yeah, don't does, do it. Doesn't, idea. Doesn't fit basketball wise. Doesn't fit culture wise. Doesn't fit defense wise. Um, and he's going to cost a lot. And compensation, it's just not worth it. He's not the no. guy. No, you're, no, you're not that guy, pal. Yeah, if if he gets bought out, <laughs> sure. Come on down. You can come off our bench, you bum. Um, but yeah, he's he's not that guy. Yeah, he's definitely not that guy. Not right. for us, at least. Not for us. Did Trey cook the Cowboys uh, when he was at OU? Uh, actually, they had some pretty good games. I think we lost both of them, though, if I'm remembering right. Yeah. Um, but they were pretty good games, and we literally just got off of the NCAA restriction mm. like that just got started. Um, so yeah, it's, it, it wasn't a good time for us, but 
oh, you ain't going to sniff us for the next couple of years because Mike Boynton is out there recruiting his <laughs> butt off. And I love it. Yeah, I was just trying to see if anybody was going to call you a Salty State fan about your Trey Young hate. No, I, I just I, – I don't like that brand of basketball. I'm, I, I never have. Like, I'm a Steph hater too. Mm. Like, is, is Steph great? Absolutely. All right? I just don't like that brand of basketball. Um, I like – heavy defense like if we could get back to the days of like 75 to 80 you know scores every single night like the pistons did in the beginning of the 2000s because they're the best defensive team in the modern era uh i would love it absolutely love it um to me that was like the best time of basketball personally but i like that i like guys that can get to the rim so like shay yeah. He's uh, yeah. pretty good at doing that. Yeah, that's why. You that's should vote for the All-Star game. Yeah, I've already done it a few times, <laughs> you know. Yeah, J- just a reminder, you know, we're recording this on Christmas Eve Eve. Tomorrow, when this is released, it'll be Christmas Eve. Yes. The following day on Christmas Day, there's a lot of basketball to be watched, but that is your first triple vote day of NBA All-Star voting. So if you have not already for some reason, be sure to go to NBA.com or the NBA app, make an NBA ID. Yep. And be sure to vote for Shea and no other guard in the Western Conference on Christmas Day. And I'll be tweeting this as well, but if you're listening, set a reminder on your phone to do that. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that and um, I'm just thankful that we're not going to get any stupid freaking people in there just because of dumb votes. So Freaking K-pop stands. Yeah, like I, I'm so happy about that. See, I was planning on weaponizing that. I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna be trying to get some K-pop uh, stands to help us out, but it's okay. Well, we'll do but, it the old-fashioned way. Yeah, but Zaja Pachulia being an all-star for I don't know how many years, like man, bump that stuff, yeah, bump that noise. Goofy. That's stupid. That was goofy. Well, Jerry, I think we're gonna wrap this up. But first, I gotta say the event that. Um, you have so diligently worked hard on and myself have so diligently annoyed you on <laughs> updates for um, the Top Thunder fan event, January 27th. Tickets are still on sale. That link is in is pinned on our Twitter profile at OKC Topic Thunder. Um, again, lower level, $83. Upper level, $16. That is dirt cheap. Yep, that's out the door. No taxes, surcharges, or any of that other stuff on it. So get them while, while you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are um, selling those tickets. It's not exclusive just to us. So the quicker that you can act on that, uh, the better for you, the better for us. Uh, we really want to have a good time with this so you can you know, meet the crew. Um, you don't really want to meet me because I'm a terrible person, but Jerry's going to be the best person you meet. I'll just tell you that. (laughs) Yeah, well, um, but I I really want to have a good time with the guys from out of town that will be coming in. So um, you guys make sure to to get those tickets ASAP. The link will be good for another three weeks, I believe, as we're talking today, give or take three weeks. Um, So start The week before the game, right? Yes, yes, yes. So it'll it'll shut down on the 20th of Mm -hmm. January. Um, so start scrounging up that change in between the couches, um, go give plasma, go do whatever the heck you need to go do to make it out here and, uh, have a good time. Uh, currently still working through the logistics of the parlor. It's still going to happen. Uh, we just don't know the exacts with it just right now. 
uh, for a pregame hangout sesh. Um, all indoors, so you're not going to have to worry about that. Moderately priced food, good drinks, um, music, us. It's a good time, and it's only like eight blocks away from the arena, maybe nine blocks away from the arena, so it's really not that far. I think Dylan's going to ride a scooter um, over there, so you guys can maybe scooter mob together. Uh, Unless it's freezing cold, then I might not be doing that. Uh, well, you're a sissy, because if I didn't have my wife and daughter with me, I would definitely be on a scooter <laughs> mobbing out. I don't uh, need the crew. We'll see. Yeah, but uh, it, it, it's going to be a good time, and I, I would love to get as many people out there as possible just so we can all uh, be together in fellowship and cheering on our favorite team, uh, whether you're in Loud City or you're down low in the lower bowl. Either way. Yeah, absolutely. And important to note, both of those prices get you the same after-game experience when we come down to the court, take the big group photo. Um, you, you take your selfies while you're waiting on your own personal phone as well. Yep. And, of course, we're going to have the half-court contest um, for, what was it, I think special seats yeah. um, later in the season. So that's going to be that's gonna be awesome. You know, Guaranteed I, I lower bowl seats. I don't know if I can participate in the competition, but you can bet your bottom dollar. I'll be putting some shots up. Yep, yep. I'm already practicing right now. Uh, been going to the local neighborhood basketball goal up the street and uh, launching them from the grass, which I know is about 45 <laughs> feet away. So, uh, uh, I, I played ball last Saturday. And like we were just shooting around in between games, I was like, "Oh shoot, Trev, give me the ball. I've got to, I got to practice this shot." I only took one, and it, it hit backboard on the right. So I'm like, "Okay, I gotta, I gotta straighten this up. I haven't taken a half court shot in a while. I gotta show yeah. them what's up." Yeah, you better get to it because I'm working diligently over here. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's it's gonna be a great time. We're still working through some stuff, you know, possibly getting some live podcasting going on at the party. Where, yeah, uh, possibly having certain friends of the podcast join us on the court after the game uh and uh we're also working on doing a another media basketball tournament um in okc uh, i know there was one that happened uh i think this past weekend yeah uh, I think so. and it wasn't a tournament i think it was just a game but we're working on doing like a three and three tournament with multiple you know representatives so yep it's gonna be a great time it's gonna be a good weekend so um, be sure to, you know, click on that link and buy those tickets. Uh, and if you don't care, just tag me, Jerry Cone, somebody in the unit, or tag the unit at OKC Top of Thunder, and let us know when you get your tickets. That will help Jerry on getting a head count for the parlor and the pregame and everything. And yeah. uh, it, it, it would also just help boost our ego in the holidays. We'd appreciate that. So, Yeah, and if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, gripes, just whatever – uh, send them my way uh, at Gerald Amir, and I will do my best to answer your questions and concerns and gripes uh, so we can have a fun and awesome event. Or you could ask me, and then I will ask you. Don't do that. Okay. He calls me from the semi truck. It's very loud. Um, I can barely hear anything. It's his favorite sound. I know. Sarcastic world. every single time whenever I say <laughs> that. Um, but. No, I'm kidding. But um, if you guys need anything, just let me know, and I'll I'll do my best to to answer you. Yes, sir, man. It's gonna be a great time. Excited to see you again, Jerry. Oh, I know it's gonna be. That's I think that's probably my favorite part about this. I haven't got to see Dylan in like 
three years, mm-hmm. three-ish years. 2018. Yeah. Um, never met Maddie face-to-face yet. Um, me and Connor had our three-cone, had our infamous champagne sipping referee talking with post-game. Uh, awesome. I was there, kind of. Uh, yeah, not really. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it's just going to be an awesome time. It's going to be an awesome time. Good friends, good food, uh, and just a good time. So come on down. Yep, for sure. Well, I won't uh, I won't go on about it anymore. Me uh, we've gone about an hour now. Uh, like I said, it's Christmas Eve Eve. Jerry's tired. I'm tired. Oh, we're, we're literally a minute from Christmas Eve um, on Eastern Standard Time, so this is special. So, Well, how about you shut up so we can go then? <laughs> All right, man. Well, hey, on behalf of myself and Jerry, I hope you guys have a great night. God bless. Stay warm. Have a very Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Hoop when you can. And as always, Thunder Up. Thunder Up. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Merry Christmas Eve. Thank you for listening to the Topic Thunder podcast. Our podcast is available to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play, or anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Be sure to leave us a five-star rating and a positive review, and follow us on Twitter at OKC Topic Thunder. Thunder up! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.